Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Who could it be? This is our introduction. This is, uh, and the reason we're recording this introduction now, after we just recorded the episode, we forgot to talk about the truck. So we're going to talk about the truck for like 15 seconds, and then you're going to go into the full episode. But that's one thing we forgot to mention as you're here, because we don't talk about it. Um, who's that engineer person? We still don't know, but we got their fancy truck, which, do you know what? Didn't do that much. No, it just ended up turning into an old truck and got flung back at them. And Yeah, so good one, engineer. But yeah, maybe the... So <laughs> hashtag truck life you know it's not going too well for this engineer person they need to get themselves on screen anyway uh you know go and listen to the rest of the episode guys because we'll probably talk more sense Okay, here we go. Here we go. Breaking the fourth wall. Oh. I know. I mean, oh. I've got to say one thing. First thing, this is the this is the thing. I don't know. Maybe it was the mood I was in when I was watching it. I'm not sure. It was too short, and I know it says the same runtime as last week's episode, but I feel there's so much kind of. I don't know if it is so much information coming at you now that it just feels like it was just too brief in getting this grander storyline over the line in the next few episodes. Like, I'm really hoping what are we episode is this episode six or seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah. We've got two episodes after this. Mm. So I'm really hoping there can be some sort of extension in length like we sometimes get with other Disney Plus series. I say other Disney Plus series. There's only really been one. Yeah. Um, with The Mandalorian, sometimes we get these 45, 50-minute episodes. Yeah. Which is a good chunk of time to get a lot of storytelling packed in. I mean, other series have done it as well, like Game of Thrones or their final season. I mean, but that was that failed for other reasons. Not to yeah. dwell time. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's for another 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the one thing that just slightly i'm really enjoying this series and i just love i i'm like i love where it's going i'm enjoying the developments in the storyline but i think it just irked me a bit this week that i was just like maybe i just wanted more because i just want more of a distraction from like the lockdown world but i just want uh, more than they were giving so i know what you mean because again like you know you never know with these episodes how long they're truly going to be when you kind of see the runtime um and obviously you know there's always these like really long credits by the way did you see there was a post credits little scene as well yes okay. now i was gonna say because like it's really funny because i i um mark bernardin 
writer Mark Bernardin, brilliant writer. He used to be a newsman. He used to be like Entertainment Weekly editor and stuff like that. Now he's a writer for TV shows and films and things. Anyway, he was saying, how don't you feel you just hang on because yeah. you see that there's a f- like 14 minutes of credits because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's so much. You're like, well, something must surely be happening. And every week nothing's happening. And then this week when something happened, I was like, <laughs> finally, there was I mean, a point for me hanging on through the to see who played Wanda and Vision in 57 different countries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um. I, every week I've been doing the same thing where I'm like skipping kind of like doing the 10 second skips just to see if there is a scene there never is and then this week because I'm you know <laughs> I mean um because I, you know I, I've gotten used to it now by you know episode seven I've just um I just allowed it you know <laughs> and then I was reading an article earlier and they kind of mentioned the scene and I was like oh god you know half an hour ago I was kind of reading it and I went, ran back and just you know gave it a quick watch and uh yeah, but I know what you mean in terms of the whole, the overall dwell time, especially because like this episode, you know, we, you know, we've been talking about like, you know, the season so far, like the first three episodes are very dedicated to just like wonder and vision. Then like the next three were, you know, incorporating real world with the, you know, the, the wonder sitcom world. And, you know, these like next, well, the last three now, we're kind of hoping that it really ramps up and, and, it, and it did ramp up, you know, but. There were kind of elements from last week, like that were completely taken out in some ways. Like the character of you know Pietro, we didn't know what happened to him after you know uh, Wanda kind of blasted him back, and um, and obviously well we see kind of uh, you know um, Darcy Lewis and, and Vision catching up, and that doesn't really extend out into anything more than I suppose just like a filling in for Vision really. But Darcy doesn't really like, you know, interact with Wanda and, you know, or Rambo. And, you know, so it's, again, setting the scene for like lots of things happening. And obviously, you know, with the big reveal at the end. Uh, um, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, once it got to the end, I wanted more as well. You know, there, it, it's just, oh, there's just so many cool things. And, and it, it, but you can feel, though, that it's like ramping up in energy, like the, the things that are happening and, um, you know, from everything from like Rambo, like trying to, bust in with that truck into the, you know, the, into the, the force field and, and vision finding out more about his, you know, his past. And, and clearly he's going to be, you know, he's going to have some words of reckoning with Rambo and uh, not with Rambo with Wanda and, um, and Agnes as well. And obviously, you know, with Agnes, the, the reveal of, uh, you know, her, um, you know, being this, this character, Agatha Harkness. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we, I mean, we, that's kind of answered a lot of our questions as well from previous weeks. I mean, last week we were talking about a, a, a puppet master, you know, controlling the strings and and uh, doing, you know, certain things to, to for their gain and, you know, making Wanda, you know, use more of her power for some reason. And here we are, you know. So we were kind of like, I think, you know, a little bit on the money there, which is uh, it's nice to see. And also, it's, you know, it's great to see in terms of the overall... Um, the whole series really and just kind of seeing all these little elements that she's kind of controlled and the, the places where she's kind of come in and out and you know affected other characters like we always said herb acted weird when you know he was cutting through the wall and now we know why you know now we know why <laughs> yeah. yeah well there's a, like there's a lot of things to there's always a lot of things in all these episodes because they're trying to obviously put in a bunch of elements and one thing they completely nail they completely nail the modern family sitcom oh, yeah. 
yeah. the way it's filmed, the way this you get the certain camera angles, the way they literally they've obviously studied Wanda especially, I would say. Um Elizabeth Olsen has nailed it when it yeah. comes to the modern family style of yeah. acting and talking to camera. Absolutely nailed it. And 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 a few of them have as well. So that element part to this particular episode is brilliant because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Modern Family. Still haven't watched it all. Will watch it all at one point. I don't yeah. like watching things that end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is everything. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but I mean, except EastEnders. Yeah. But you know, who wants to watch EastEnders? <laughs> well, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no one. No, um, like <laughs> so that for me, they absolutely nailed and. Yeah. It's coming to a point now, I know usually we kind of talk through like every scene or so many things that kind of happen as much as we can, but I feel that there's 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 a lot of subtle and not subtle big character development here yeah. that that's obviously a, a big element of it, really, isn't it? I mean, we get two massive character developments in Monica yeah. Rambo and... Um, Catherine Hahn's character. Yeah, and Agnes. Yeah, Agnes. So, uh, th- let's do. We're, well, let's go uh, just a quick deep dive into these character developments. Now, Monica Rambo is. This is her character. If you don't know her character in the comics, she's pretty much just taking the journey to what her character in the comics becomes anyway. So. Yeah, I had no in. idea that like that she had powers or anything, and okay. it's interesting. Oh, okay. so, yeah, so, not really reveal much, you know. Um, I only know this because I've read reading a bunch of the Captain Marvel comics right. over the years. So Monica Rambeau, pretty much at some point in the comic series, in one of the comic series, becomes the second Captain Marvel. Can't remember how long for or so, but she definitely is for a portion of time. Mm. She has. I don't know if she has like the same abilities to in the extent she's as powerful as Captain Marvel, but I feel she has she gained them in a similar fashion as to how Captain Marvel gained her powers in this way. Maybe she's gaining them by that subtle hint we got of her cells mutating, of the fact she's yeah. been through this wall and all this different energy has disrupted her cells and organisms and everything like that and she's transformed into having some of Captain Marvel's abilities to a certain extent that is what we're seeing which is extremely exciting mm. yeah but I, mean, I think it was also one of those things when I, when the episode ended I'm like too soon we've just got so much stuff <laughs> yeah I, I have to say you know as I said like I didn't really realize that she had powers and um it was pretty cool when she was stepping through the barrier and and that whole kind of little time spanning um, transformation that she was going through and like hearing her mother and being at the hospital and things like that. And, um, and then kind of coming through and her eyes are blowing, you know, glowing blue. Um, and I, actually at that point I wasn't really sure what was going on because, <laughs> um, you know, she was kind of like looking at the electricity lines and seeing like all the electricity running back. And I was like, is she like now, electric woman or you know, like <laughs> you know like is that her power you know i was i was confused but intrigued um because again like yeah was it was it the barrier that did it or did she have this kind of going on or was it the you know the combination of the two and then you know she's she's been unleashed um but you know it's pretty epic because now you know it's kind of like turned the, the tide in in a different direction in terms of power sources and and 
and how it's ramping up really as well, you know, for the last episodes and the confrontations we're going to see. So, yeah, it's, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do and what her powers are actually actually are. Um, actually. I mean, well, here we go. Here's a little bit of history lesson for everyone. Ooh. So, her character in the comics has goes under four different names. So, at one point, she's Captain Marvel, and this is in 1982. Then she's known as Photon, 1996, in the Avengers Unplugged series. Then she's known as Pulsar, 2005, and that's in the new Thunderbolt series. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, a Spectrum. This is the most recent one, in November 2013. So, so like And I feel very much we've got our Captain Marvel. Mm. We've only had Captain Marvel in one standalone. They're shooting the second one. I'm pretty sure we're going to get Brie Larson for a good host of movies going forward. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Spectrum, Pulsar or Photon pseudonym, superhero name of Monica Rambo. Yeah, interesting. There we go. I mean, there's the... There's, there's the history. <laughs> sounds like she's a mega fan of physics, so like maybe she should be like you know, physica or <laughs> well, the fizz. <laughs> the fizz. It'd be viz and fizz. <laughs> the double team. <laughs> it's viz and fizz. But yeah, I mean, there's so much, isn't it? Like I was a bit, I was so looking forward to Darcy, like interacting with Wanda or Vision and then it very much we got a bit of it at the beginning I was like this could actually be like quite funny if we go into this a bit more but then unfortunately we didn't really get much of it we kind of get cutaways every time to I think it was called like the funnel or tunnel of love van Um, (laughs) and it's just like so Ultron was who and then it goes away and comes back go so Wanda killed me and then we go away and come back and it's like, so this happened? Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. It's it's interesting that they're cutting that out and the episode isn't you know as lengthy as you feel it should be. Oh, I just unplugged my mic. <laughs> Excuse me, more. We're live, right? We so, you know, we're not, I'm not even going to attempt to edit that out. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, like my... Uh, Amazon Fire dropping off the shelf earlier on the episode. You know, it's just all part of what you pay for, but you don't pay yeah. for it, so well, I guess it's all what part of what you listen for. <laughs> bloody damn knees on this sofa, you know, just pulled it out. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I mean, with so with you know with um, Vision and Darcy, I mean, it felt like yeah they didn't go into the detail, but it felt like something very necessary just to get Vision all riled up, you know, to then you know what. If, <laughs> I thought it was really funny though when you know the fact that he realizes that you know Wanda's creating all these barriers for him, and then he's like, "Oh, I could just fly, you know, and, and go through objects." And yeah. you know, like <laughs> I, I don't need like to, you know to use a car on the road. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm Vision, you know. Um, that was quite a funny little realization. But um, could have taken yeah. Darcy with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just kind of, <laughs> it was harsh to leave it to like you know the you know the, the mercy of the road. And, and all the infinite distractions that were on there. Um, yeah, we'll probably like not see her until the end of the series at this rate. Um, <laughs> but um, it was, yeah, I, you know, I, I feel that it, it's kind of, it's interesting to ramp up um, Vision and just, and also because clearly Vision's like pretty, 
annoyed. He's going to be, you know, quite annoyed with Wanda once he kind of like has this confrontation with her. But as we, you know, as we've seen in this episode, once he confronts her, she's it's not going to be, you know, her that he, she, he confronts. You know, he's going he's probably going to have some sort of battle with Agatha, I'd imagine. Um, but it's interesting because like now that there's like you know Vision and <coughs> Monica Rambo now has powers, you know, Physica. Um, for now, um, that you know, it feels like you know it's kind of stacked against Agatha. But how powerful is she? You know, I mean, do do you have any history on her, perhaps, Ben? Yeah. So, welcome back to the history section <laughs> of this podcast. All right. Now, if you don't want to know about Agatha, skip forward a little bit. But I'm just going to give everyone a little background because. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fountain of all knowledge when it comes to Marvel, especially characters that were uh, only sporadically published since 1970. <laughs> but um, this is why Agatha Harkness is interesting in the fact. So firstly, she has magical abilities. And the reason she has magical abilities as so the comics now they can obviously rewrite this to however they see fit in wonder vision and this cannot be the case at all and something very different but in the comics she has it because she's a uh, one of the original witches from the salem witch trials and oh, wow. she survives that ordeal and later becomes significant figure in marvel and one of the her most i guess significant roles or one of them, is protecting Franklin Richards. Now, Franklin Richards is the son of um, the Fantastic Four, Miss Invisible and uh, ah. Mr. Fantastic. That's who Franklin Richards is. So right. she's like his nanny, so to speak. But cool. in some comics, she teaches Wanda how to use real magic on top of the ability she already has. Now, this all, like a... this all comes into play a certain extent and leads again towards this whole House of M thing because she kind of, she teaches Wanda to the best of her abilities and you get this, this is a classic storyline that's been used through the ages. The apprentice gets really powerful and then kills the master. And that's what happens with Wanda and Agatha. So, but this is bear in mind this is in comics so marvel as they can do they can uh, as we know they do they just take little elements from things and then rewrite it and make it their own with like you know beats story beats from maybe comics or stuff before because they've got nearly a hundred years worth of back content but that's what's interesting about agatha and i think what well, you picked it up i think you picked it up that she might be something else yeah. There might be something else to her character. I feel you've said mentioned that before. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many like cutaways and like moments that she appears um, throughout the whole series at key points, and you know, and things change around her, and people act weird, and it was quite interesting because obviously, you know, in, in the Halloween episode, that was you know, as we find out, you know, she was throwing not just well Vision and Wanda off, but us as an audience of too, you know, when, uh, you know, she interacts with Vision, you know, at the end and, and kind of gets like her, you know, mind zapped by him and, and starts babbling about how she's under kind of control. And because up to, to that point, you know, we were pretty convinced that she was 
a character who wasn't as influenced by Wanda and also didn't really shrug at the magic or the things or vision being a robot. Um, and also, you know, it was, you know, Wanda was being fairly comfortable with her in like kind of a strange way, which was sort of unexplained. You didn't really know why, you know, Agnes was coming in and helping so much. And especially in this episode, you know, the fact that she kind of like <laughs> walks in and is the sort of, you know, the friend of, of wonder enough to take the kids away for a little bit. And, you know, um, I have to say, you know, just on the modern family aspect, I thought it worked really well for this episode in terms of, you know, like a comical way of portraying Wanda as like having a sort of breakdown, um, mm. which was, it was kind of dark, but like also kind of funny and, and worked really well. And, and then nailing these like style, stylistic sort of choices of, you know, as we said, like last week, we both picked up like yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. Um, yeah. That, that style. And like this one, as soon as you see it, it's like, oh, just the, the all the camera angles and the and also the actors, you know, as a, we've been saying the whole time, it just looks like they're having such a, a fun time with recreating these like different sitcoms and and they've done so effectively and it's just really quite an achievement to do like a whole series like that where you're stylistically changing everything but keeping this kind of cohesive storyline as well as like tapped into this kind of epic world of magic and and superheroes. So yeah, it's it's amazing actually when you kind of you know, we, we talk about like how we want more, but like there's already so much kind of going on and so many different elements clashing together that it's like, you know, it probably wouldn't work as well if we if we there was more because it would just be like, you know, just too intense, you know. <laughs> Our eyes would be glowing blue by the end of it, you know. <laughs> so, we would be the photons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's um yeah, I mean if, you know, as as we say every week, like cannot wait to see what's like coming in terms of these final three episodes and, and this one is again it's, it just feels like everything's new again you know in terms of like everything's just been like we've walked through the barrier and like now everything's kind of changed again you're like oh my god like and and again interesting to see um wonder you know after the expansion of her power now things are breaking down within you know that the worlds are colliding and like timelines and you know furniture from the 50s is bopping in and out and the milk is changing from almond milk to you know a glass bottle to you know back to i don't know an almond milk and it's um yeah yeah it, it's, it's like it's flicking through all of the different sitcom eras that we've already seen yeah it feels like she's gonna have some sort of you know full-on breakdown in terms of the world and i, I think that you know for these last two episodes um I mean, that may be one of the really big elements that, you know, the whole thing comes crashing down and Westview is in like this sort of insanity crisis, you know, where everyone's like, what the heck? What are we, what, what, wasn't we, weren't we just in the fifties and then the sixties and what, who am I, you know, <laughs> as we've been seeing certain, certain characters, you know, already having previously. So yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm also, I'm looking forward to seeing more of this Agatha because, you know, as we said, like Catherine Hahn is, kind of hilarious and awesome in her own ways and whatever she's in and seeing her now is like this kind of Cruella de Vil of the Marvel universe. I mean, you know, tell me more. <laughs> well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's very exciting because you're now moving into this section of, we've got two episodes left. Hopefully we're going to get enough decent time with it. I would love it to be to maybe two 45 minute episodes and um, maybe it's all right. We've got a baby in the background as well, guys. <laughs> yes, sorry. And my brother's this week. So, like, she is clearly wanting to watch this as well with us. So. 
She has a lot of opinions, a lot of opinions on who she thinks Agatha Harkness is and why she's important as well. (laughs) But I mean, there's so there's so much, isn't there? There's so much going into this. Like, where are the kids as well? What's what's Agatha's overall big plan is it was her plan helping Wanda along with this. So because there's a storyline and where. There's literally they want Wanda to have children so then they can steal the children and experiment on the children. So that's oh. what a situation we kind of have now. We have that situation where we don't know where the kids are. Technically, we don't know what's happening to Wanda or so. I love the confrontation, by the yeah. way, between Monica and um, Monica Rambo and Wanda. That's great. Yeah. That's that's that that's a brilliant scene um and that just builds also there's other characters we haven't seen we haven't seen dotty oh yeah i don't we haven't seen dotty in a while and is it frank yeah i mean well most of the other characters like in terms of the friends you know from the maybe even her agatha's heart harvesting them like downstairs in her basement you know maybe she's drawing Mm. energy from them i don't know I feel, I feel like uh, you know that's going to be a big element of it like clearly she's drawing you know like keeping this whole you know wonder world going um that she is just like harnessing the energy and you know throughout the whole thing which is probably what rambo sees you know on the power lines that it's all flowing back to this basement where um i don't know like it, it seemed to be flowing into that magical book uh so clearly some sort of you know um witch book um but what she wants to do with it you know who knows? I mean, last week, I think, you know, you, well, you mentioned about Mephisto uh, being this kind of like ultimate bad guy. Like, is she, is this for, you know, working towards that, you know, to bring him back yeah. somehow, you know? Um, you know, is, is it <laughs> essentially like, are they kind of worlds on top of worlds, like or villains on top of villains that we're, you know, seeing? Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to see, uh, I, mean, I have to say, I, I loved, <laughs> I love the fact that she got her own uh, intro and like little song, like you know, kind of like fun Agatha, you know, uh, Adam's family esque kind of theme. Um, that was quite funny, like you know, and unexpected. Um, but yeah, it, it. I was also curious about the kids and whether she's just like kind of taking them and and again, we that was like another thing we had discussed previously where we weren't sure whether they are real or not or just a figment of you know. Um, of wonders sort of world. Um, but now like, yeah, has she kind of taken them as like these energy sources or are they actually real? And, you know, she's trapped them somewhere and, you know, can he use them against wonder, you know, or vision perhaps, you know, once vision kind of comes flying back in and is about to sort of like super punch her through a wall, you know, it's like, ah, got your kids, you know, like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> got your kids. <laughs> you got much <laughs> Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> uh, I mean, was she evil always in the past? I mean, for what you read, like, did she always? Was she? I don't know. Like, at the I same witch trials, was she like supposed to be? I don't know. Like, kind of rightfully burned, or? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. You never know. I mean, as soon as someone says Salem witch trials, you never think of a positive outcome or a positive yeah. uh, light around a person. But you know. Um, uh, yes that she might well have been i i just don't know enough history about her um so she might i think she 
I think she totes the line. I mean, if she's if she's protecting Franklin Richards in some of the comics, that's a positive thing, right? Mm. You know, they're like the golden family of Marvel comics. So sort if you protect them, Poppins. then yeah, exactly. So then there must be some sort of positivity there. And initially, she she's just teaching Wanda Scarlet Witch to learn more power. So it's not exactly. I mean, this is... Um, I haven't read any of the comics, so I can't really give a full... doubt, you know, a full yeah. kind of... in-depth yeah. no, 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 no. story. But... who knows? She might, she might well be. She might be not. She might be a bad character. I felt them... She's obviously a bad character in this. Whether she's taking advantage of this is the thing is she taking advantage of Wanda's situation Wanda initially created this situation mm. has she been behind it all along or just by pure chance did she happen to be in Westview and get caught up in it but was obviously too powerful for it to not overtake her and then she's used this situation to her advantage seized an opportunity so to speak yeah um I mean, it, but you know, I was also thinking back. Did you remember the uh, the advert that was in last week's episode with like the snacking on your magic thing? Yeah, you know that yogurt thing. That like finally makes sense, kind of more now in the context of this episode. That like clearly she is like <laughs> she's the one snacking on the magic. It's just you know when it was said last week, you're kind of like, oh, you're not really you know uh, sure who is doing that um, and what it kind of like is you know. Um, I mean, yeah, like what who applies we... to so it, that was quite interesting to see it kind of coming out here, really. I mean, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There's a lot going on in the in the layer, should I, so to mm. speak, of um, Agatha Harkins. There seems to be some sort of magical box of some sort. Mm. There seems to be doors in, you know, in like kind of concreted up or door-like doorways loads of segments so there seems to be some similarities to the world of Doctor Strange as well Um, what about the rabbit is is the rabbit anything like interesting because I feel like there's something there in terms of you know the kids were playing with the rabbit beforehand and then she was like you know know, I'm kind of seeing the scene now in in the basement that she's holding on to the rabbit and um, because I was actually, I was reading one of, like, an article um, on, I think it was on Screen Rant um, about um, uh, Agatha. And so, apparently her son, oh, well, I'm, I've got the article up now. Her son is Nicholas Scratch, and apparently he's a supervillain in the comics as well. Um, and she mentioned okay. that, you know, the rabbit's name is Signor Scratchy, and Again, you know, in the in the article, uh, kind of mentions it. So I'm, I'm, you know, um, our very own resident Sherlock Holmes here putting some pieces together. Yeah, just yeah. Well, you know, I just stumbled across a couple of uh, well-written articles. Screenrant.com, you know, check that out. <laughs> but you know, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing because, uh, as I said, like you know, the fact that the kids were playing with it, and then she had it as well, and and now that she's becoming this villain, it's uh, you know maybe and, and again, you know in the context of this episode and the kind of the good 
guys that have emerged in terms of Monica Rambo now having powers, villain as well, Wanda kind of on that one side, as well as Pietro. You know, is Pietro a good or a bad guy? I mean, he's created by Agatha, but mm-hmm. we don't know if he's going to be, you know, whose side he's on. Um, but then maybe this rabbit also becomes another person, like this scratchy character or Nicholas Scratch or whatever. And um, you know, it takes Agatha's side as well. And, you know, maybe we have a, a, an even bigger confrontation than expected. Well, I thought we're heading up to a proposed... I mean, this is what we're thinking. We're heading up to a showdown, aren't we? Yeah. We're heading up to a possible showdown. Where on one side, you've got Ag- Agatha Harkness. You've got her son, Nicholas Scratch, who's like a villainous wizard. You've got Pietro, who might not be Pietro, might be a manifestation that she's just yeah. created using her magic, but seems to have his ability. So that can obviously be used against them. Then you have Monica, who is has maybe has to the same abilities or to a certain extent Captain Marvel's style powers. Vision, who is very also Captain Marvel-esque in powers, mm-hmm. apart from the walkthrough wall stuff. And then you have Wanda in the middle, because I'm not sure which side she fits on. <laughs> Yeah. She, she, I think she can easily sway from one side to the next, and we eventually we get our, eventually we get our after credit scene, the iconic Marvel after credit scene, yeah. <laughs> where Monica is obviously immediately found the 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 lair yeah. underground, and then we get Pietro back with his little beanie for all of 0.5 seconds. Really, yeah. uh, you know, put yeah, his work yeah. in on that episode, but <laughs> That's it, I mean. Just to make a little shock appearance, and that's and that's where we leave it. Way too soon in my eyes. I was just I was surprised when it ended. <laughs> really, this is yeah. it. It's interesting with Wanda as well that you're saying that like she's kind of on either side of the fence because actually one of the things that you know in the fight with Monica Rambo, like she was getting really like quite you know malicious in terms of she does not like her reality being addressed <laughs> at all and you know, was, like, so ready to kind of, again, like, openly use her powers and and just, you know, reinforce this false reality. And it, it was, yeah, I mean, you know, I, who knows? Like, I feel that she, at this point, you know, even if, you know, if, I mean, we, you know, we see the kind of, we get a confrontation and stuff, you know, it could, she could go either way, you know. She could, like, you know, Agatha could very easily sway her, you know, to go against, like, the good guys or whatever, you know. Um, and, you know, and I reckon she might even use something like, you know, I helped create the kids for you, you know. Yeah. Um, and might use that against Wanda and, like, be like, actually, I'm, I've got your best interest at heart because this is what you wanted all along sort of thing. And it can only really happen with, you know, um, my magic, you know, and uh, mm. a little bit of the, you know, and, and her magic and, you know, and putting Vision back together together maybe. Who knows? So it's... um. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the last two episodes. I feel like the last two episodes are going to be real, like, you know, bangers, you know, just like end of series, like, boom, booms, you know. But it, they'll probably be left on some sort of cliffhanger, you know, because if we're, if we're you know, if this is going to set the scene for Doctor like, Strange 2, I mean, there's going to be a lot of unanswered questions and lots of things going on. So, you know, we'll have to, uh, we'll shall see, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Very exciting, you know. We shall see indeed.
Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you. Thank you.